wonder if I know the chords of the song. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins and Josh Bennett and Cecil Peters, and we're the golf guys where we're going to be live Tuesdays, cracking beers. Cheers, boys. It's Cheers. the Masters Week. of the guitar thank you eric Clegg's martins you're the best how you doing boys cecil masters week you excited uh pretty pumped yeah you see me pretty pumped gosh you too you would you were trying to win a mega profit today. yeah i i was trying to win a mega profit today uh jj spawn ruined that but that's fine Okay, well, we don't care about anything else. It no. is the Masters Week. Thank you for being here. We're going to get right into it. We're going to talk to you about the five topics that matter the most. Rapid fire. Eric, are you ready for this? Because the first topic of conversation is your guy, our guy, everyone's guy, Tiger Woods. Quote, unquote, I will be heading towards to Augusta today, which he did. Well, he's there. He's there. To continue my preparation and practice, it will be a game time decision. Fuck that. This dude is bulked. He is swole he is ready to compete in the masters are we not are we not taking eighty five hundred dollar tiger martins i know you are you're the tiger oh. guy god fuck yes i just need that cue to go away from his name on DraftKings. but uh, game time decision or not he's this is he's been preparing for this this has been a scam you know like the whole like i don't know i can't walk through a course and all of a sudden he's at augusta no way he's there to compete obviously totally do you agree, Cecil? Are you betting uh, fifty to one Tiger, or are you taking eighty five hundred Tiger on DraftKings? What are you doing with Tiger? No, I'm not doing anything with Tiger. Tiger's <laughs> going to play, but I'm not doing anything with him. He hasn't played in like a year and a half. No chance. No well, chance. He averages he averages a top ten at Augusta. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. Are you saying he's going to be good and he great? Compete, Josh Bennett. Are you picking him at eighty five hundred? Are you using him on draft? Yeah, yeah. I'm a one hundred percent of lineups if he plays. Ooh. I would take him at seventy five hundred. One hundred. Sixty two point three percent. Are you joking? Or are you serious? Nope. I I clicked that top one. The the top option. That's the one I clicked. I will click I did, a lot. I did we did too. a poll on our Twitter page. If you're following us on Twitter at at Fantasy Golf Pod, you'll see these tweets, these polls. We want your participation. It's for fun. We're doing this for fun. You know, this isn't for real. We're not experts. Hashtag not experts. Uh, enjoying ourselves. So you're, we're taking Tiger Woods. We're doing that, of course. Uh, especially if no one else is taking Tiger Woods. The next topic Everybody's I want to talk about. Tiger we got five Woods. topics. We want to talk about Jordan Spieth. Uh, Quagnus, this is also your guy. Spieth. Another top ten. Another top five. Dialed up, ready for the Masters here. Uh, Mr. Approach at the Valero. Playing great on approach. Jordan Spieth. Are you going to click Jordan Spieth this week? He's going to be my all-in. I'm going to tweet about it. I'm going to make that tweet again. I'm all. I'm 100%. No matter. I'm going to. I, I have 20 lineups I'm going to make. He's 100%. Are you in two? Sounds like that's the guy. Right. We're there. always See on that? the same page. Yeah. Me and <laughs> you guys are. You're friends. So Chad, we got to get on the same page here, buddy. 
Are you, uh, Josh? Are you taking ten thousand three? What is he? What is he on DraftKings? Nine hundred nine thousand. He's he? like ninety eight. Ninety nine hundred, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe I don't know. Probably not. He's in. Yeah. He's in like that weird range where I'd rather just like play Morikawa. I think so. Probably not. Well, people like Spieth and they love him at the Masters. Let's talk about the two guys that are at the tippity tip top pricing. We're going to talk about Scotty and Rom. Are you Quagnus taking Scotty or Rom? Are you going to the tippity tip top, and which one are you choosing? Rom, 100% fade. He's been awful. Why is he still being priced the way that he is? It's bizarre. Awful. awful. Bad. Hmm. And Scotty Scheffler? Yes. Maybe like 30%. Wow, you're clicking the $11,000 guy? Cecil, are you going up to 11 k uh, Scotty Scheffler? No. Oh, if I had to pick one, I would take Rom over Scheffler, but I'm not yeah, playing either. So I don't, even, I don't even have to think about it. I don't even have to like go into what, why I would pick one or the other. No chance. Probably Speed's probably my highest highest priced guy. DJ, if I can get to him, but probably Speed. Okay, Jish, are you taking Scotty with the top price eleven thousand? Nope. Are you going to go to Rom if you choose neither. either, or are you going to do neither? Because we're doing these polls, and I had of these two guys. Uh, did you choose one of these two, or you said neither? I'm I'm neither. I'm with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's then go down. Let's talk about the two names with the DJ and the JT. The initials, Martins, JT, kind of the next guy that should get a green jacket, in my opinion. Or is DJ going to get another one? Who would you rather have, JT or DJ, at the next level here? Well, DJ doesn't have a green jacket either, so it's both those yeah, guys does. want to. DJ's going. Yes, he's DJ's got the right. November, the November rain. Twenty count that the weird, the weird on the November Masters. Yeah, that's right. That's right. God, that's right. I can be excused of that mistake. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> well, you're drunk. Sunday yeah, night. We're, we all are. Uh, no, I, I like DJ. I'm always going to lean DJ over JT, and I like what we're seeing out of DJ recently. And you said it in the text thread: recent form is the only thing that matters. He has it. This is this is probably the easiest. Like one versus one question you could have asked dj or jt at the masters dj every single time yes. he could be on a broken leg and i'd pick dj over jt what are you talking about oh, <laughs> he's i'm going jt i like jt because i think he's motivated ah. to get a green jacket he's someone that is one of the best in the game he has really good form he hasn't played a bad tournament i mean the worst tournament he's played in the last few months is the players where he's 33rd we can excuse that stupid wave draw crap so we got JT winning a green jacket this week. I think he's going to be the one of the only guys in the 10K range that I'm clicking. Are you on that page, Josh Bennett? I'm 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 playing DJ, but I, now that I'm thinking about it, does J is JT going to get? Does he have uh, an advantage JT's, being Tiger's buddy? No, he's like no. Why not? No, he's like he's like the guy who has to do all the shit that Tiger doesn't want to do. He's basically Charlie's babysitter. He's just like he's. <laughs> Fawning up to Tiger, and he's like trying to be Tiger's like kid or best buddy. Like, get out of here, go to the driving range to practice your golf, not to watch your buddy hit so golf balls. So Tiger's not giving like, JT, JT would, any of the secrets. JT's preference would be that Tiger wins this event. JT doesn't care if he wins. His first preference would be Tiger. <laughs> his second preference would be I Charlie, <laughs> and his third pro- preference probably isn't even him. It's Spieth, probably, isn't care. it? Bones is on the bag. JT's got bones yeah, on the bag. Sweet. It's going to be money. It's going to work out well for him. He's going to take a green jacket this year. It's going to be JT. He's going to win the green jacket possibly. But but if it's not the guys from the tippity tip top, is it a sleeper? Martins, who's your sleeper? A guy under 8K that you're going to click? 
Under 8K. I mean, there's no sleepers under 8K because the 7K range is filled with unbelievable names that are so priced. Already right, no. establishing excuses for his pick. So, okay. No, no. I, 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 I texted you guys the lineup that I made, and my, my sleeper is going to be Eddie Van Ruin. Because Eddie? he made the Eddie, 25th, Eddie uh, Minnesota guy, yeah, twenty fifth yeah. place in the model. Okay, he seems so. like one of those guys that could just like all of a sudden. Sh- I don't know if he's played this before or not. To be honest, but he seems like one of those guys who just shows up and plays well. He w- he yeah. withdrew last like last year. That well, we don't care. Point. That's a terrible pick. Did he? But it, it, he got a better pick. pick. Cecil, who's terrible. your who's your sleeper pick, Cecil? Okay, so if you're talking sleeper just solely based on price, I know he's going to be popular, but you like you know I'm picking Corey Connors. Okay, shocker, massive. Like, what are you talking about? He's been tenth. He's been eighth here the last two years. Like the guy, I mean, he wasn't great this week, but I'll give him a pass for that. And I'm not too worried about players being tired. Like if you're tired at Augusta, like you're fine. Clearly, the adrenaline will be going for four days. He'll so be fine. Corey Connors, top five at worst. Okay, what well, uh. Is Mackenzie wow. is Mackenzie Hughes gonna top five too as well? Canadian. No, he's probably gonna top ten, but he's not gonna top five. But he is in my dummy lineup that I've currently made. I think. Josh, who's your sleeper this week? Man. You got a sleeper pick under AK that's gonna take it. Henley is looking like a sleeper pick potentially. Do you Henley. have Henley in your mind? I was I was gonna go with Henley. I think okay. Henley's probably the guy, but I'm also thinking Kokrak is the guy. Mm. Henley was in. Like Henley was in a millie maker lineup once. I think when uh, our buddy Drew Redkichik, when he won the millie, I'm pretty sure he had Henley in it. Okay. So Henley's Henley's been a, been a dude here before. Yeah, I like Henley. I could go with a a Homa or a uh, Bazudenhut potentially in the six K range. If you wanted to do that, you could potentially go a little bit lower than that. What we want to do is we want to bring in our guy Brandon. Brandon, how you been, buddy? You've been waiting up, in the fellas? background there. We're presented in partnership with our friends at Thrive Fantasy. Explain Thrive Fantasy for us. Yeah, guys. So we're going to be partnering up, you know, all PGA season here with the golf guys. So Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app, and we're centered around player props. Um, I think, you know, you guys and your audience will certainly love it. It'll definitely be a nice um, mix-up. You know, it's unique, um, and it's different from DraftKings or FanDuel. Um, in terms of that aspect with the salary cap, we kind of do away with that. Here's the um, here's our Masters tournament here. Okay, so we want to know about this. This is the lobby. You're at you're on YouTube watching us live. You can see that we're clicking on golf and we're going into what is what is set up as the Thursday contests. Now yes, that's sir. nice because we want to put our money in and we want to be able to cash it out. And you're saying I can enter this contest and be done with it on Thursday. It's twenty five dollars to enter and I could win up to five thousand dollars. Yep. Yep. So the guaranteed prize pool is 20K. Um, And basically how this works, guys, we got 20 golfers there. And if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see that we uh, snuck in Mr. Tiger Woods down there at the bottom, just in case. Hopefully. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Um, And you just, you go in and you build out your, you pick 10 out of these 20 guys. And as you can see, each golfer has a different prop. So, if you want to take Dustin Johnson, for example, um, his prop is 69 and a half strokes and you just bet over under. And based on the likelihood of the prop is what determines that point value on the over or the under. Gotcha. Um, Eagles is always a great example, especially if you're trying to win a big prize pool like this. Um, you know, we got John Rahm, 
over under half an eagle. Right. So obviously, you know, eagles kind of hard to come by and whatnot. Um, if you go, yeah. if you're on his over and that hits and, and Rombo gets an eagle, um, you know, that's going a long ways towards winning you the prize pool. Um, I'm high on JT. I, you know, placed a bet on him to win about a month ago. So I'll be taking his over on birdies. Um, but yeah, man, you just go and you build out your lineup of 10 golfers you like for their value. And it's definitely um, a game of skill. Obviously, it's it's not just a game of chance where you're just betting outright winners or whatnot. And sure. You know, um, so well, let's, let's, you, uh, let's ask Martins. Okay, Quagnus. No, yeah. Cecil, you got a question, but I want to get to Martins first because Martins, do you understand what's going on here? Because you have to pick <laughs> 10 different things. This Thrive allows you to choose differently. And if you were to, for example, use Rom here and have him have an eagle versus not have an eagle, you're getting 100 more points. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to make your 10 picks have the most amount of points possible. So does this make sense to you, Eric? Are you going to be able to do this? You know, if it makes sense for me, it's going to make sense for everybody. It's making sense. Okay. So, Cecil, what's your question? I like that. Okay. <laughs> so if, obviously, if you're correct, you get – your points if you get if you say over and it hits the under do you lose any points or is it just gaining you can only gain points you can only so you can only gain points so if you're on dj's over and it hits then you, you get, get the points. That, you get that 90 point you don't lose any points you just gain okay. points and it's, it's and if it doesn't hit you're just at zero yeah yeah no okay. you just get nothing for that for that so what, you know you essentially could go in here and you could click all of whatever equals the most amount of points now you're going to have the odds are going to be worse that you're going to be able to achieve that. However, you're going to be able to then accumulate down here. You can see the maximum points start to add up as yep. you click in and you want to try to risk it for the biscuit. But you only need 10 total picks is my understanding, and there's more than 10 players here. There's yeah, there's 20 there, and you make two ice picks as well, just in case if somebody withdraws, you know, somebody gets stung by a bee last oh. And then their wrist hurts or something like that. Um, yeah, you make you make two ice picks in case of emergency picks. Okay. On top wow. of the ten guys, you make your lineup out. So okay. Um, and you know, guys, what's cool about this? Obviously, you know, you got to play ownership percentages too, um, just do? like you would on DK. So, like, if there's a prop that seems obvious and everybody's going to be on it, that's probably the case. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's also, like I said, if you want to win. This is being this is like our main tournament here, the big tournament. You kind of have to take some risk if you want to uh, place high in the prize pool. So, okay, let's is very much like that in the sense uh, that it's like DK. Sure. Let's review though, real quick. If you're new to this whole thing, it's thrivefantasy.com and it's an app as well. And you can use the promo code FGP and that will match you up to $100. Immediate bonus right back to you. And then in addition to that, there's more stuff because you got this $25 uh, Masters Thursday contest that we're trying to get some people to enter into. If you d- do our code, you get another entry into that or am I mistaken? What's the, cause yeah, tickets, so, you get some tickets, right? Yep. If you use FGP guys, you basically can just play, you know, all, all four days of the master contest uh, because you're going to be getting, um, you're going to get two free tickets if you deposit at least $10 using the promo code. And if you deposit a hundred dollars, you get, uh, four free tickets into the master's contest, MLB opening day contest. If you want to try that mm-hmm. out. Sure. Um, but essentially you could just give it a trial run 
for all four days of the Masters and see how you're liking it. Okay. Um, it's definitely unique, man. Like before I started working at Thrive, I would uh, I played and, you know, would just watch tournaments while I had some action on it. And it just makes for a unique watching experience, honestly, because you have action all over the place. Like, you know, um, if you're on Dustin Johnson's strokes and he just hits it in the woods on on three, you're like, oh, and then they cover to Rory um, and Rory just put it on the green um, into on the par five. And you're like, OK, he's in good shape. And then, it, you know, it's just makes for a unique watching experience. Overall. Because what you're offering on Thrive is different options here, because like right now you got yeah. Rory with two and a half bogeys over or under. And then you got yeah. Heath with pars. You got Brooks with birdies and stuff like that. So, what you know. Ultimately, before Thursday gets started, you're going to want to kind of dig in to see, like, is 10 and a half total pars for Patrick Cantlay doable? Because right now, under that is 115 points. Over that's 85 points. For example, Cecil, would you take Cantlay over or under pars? Do you have an idea of, like, is he going to get 10 pars and he's going to get five yeah, so, birdies? So is that par, would that be par or better or just par? It's just the number of pars he has uh, okay. through, out of 18 holes. So. Yeah. Um, you know, an 85, and that's another thing, guys. So the over and the under, they always add up to a cumulative total of 200 points. Got it. So that's a good way to base the value of that, yeah. you know, the over or the under. Yeah, it's basically like if it's 85. Value. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it would be know. like a minus 150 prop or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, essentially yeah. that. Yeah. And then obviously you have your 70s uh, there for Morikawa. I mean, um, Okay. Well, let's make it. Let's do an entry real quick. Yeah. Each yeah. of us, we should pick something that feels good to us. Do we think DJ is going to go over or under the total strokes of sixty nine point five? Under. Cecil, under. Was just, Cecil was just hyping under. up DJ. So yeah, under. under. More easy. I got. I got a lock for you, Chad. Okay, what's your lock, Jish? Over two and a half bogeys for Rory is a massive lock. Okay, cool. Locked well, you get more points for right me. Yeah, I did that too. especially in the especially in the first round. Especially time. in the first. Do we round. think John Rahm will have an eagle? Because if we think he'll have an no. eagle, uh no, on the round one, especially. I don't know. Maybe round one he'll have the eagle, and that's hundred and fifty points versus not having an eagle. He's fifty. Points. I would just not. I think I would just avoid that one. Oh, okay, okay, I can skip that one. I probably avoid, avoid them too. But if you if you had to pick, I think the first few rounds you actually go under. I think okay. people get. I think people get more aggressive in the third and fourth rounds because they're chasing. Okay. So yeah, I, 100%. I would tend to lean more Eagles in like the third and fourth round. Okay. I'm well, not I very just read the stat that John Rom dominated. I go. Uh, aim oh, in corner, so I don't know. Yeah, I like it. See, I love this speed stat too on pars. I would go. On, yeah, I was gonna say um, speed stat a par even, I would love. It's under. even basically, and you know. When you're talking pars, it could he could either have a, a round with a lot of bogeys or he could have a lot of birdies. So that can mess things up. So it's sure. kind of hard to predict, but you know, it's even, it's good value, you know, no matter if you're on the over or the under there for sure. So and you know, he had a great round today. Um, so maybe that builds some momentum for him. So sure. could right. have a good week. Now, okay, you got Brooks at a four and a half Eagles plus birdie. So you can do something like that. Of course, he's gonna do that. We got Bryson at 12 and a half pars plus bogeys yeah now, he's probably going to go over that but you're going to then have to sacrifice 50 points so you're totally accumulating at the bottom here and we're six out of ten picks we haven't picked any ice picks but at the same time this is a game that you can there's some strategy involved 
potentially Cecil and I are going to get together on Saturdays and talk this through sometimes this week or this, uh, this season, right? Cecil, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, okay. this is daily. It's nice too. Cause you can redo it for every single day. I like it better than like the, there's a bunch of prop sites coming out now where it's just like parlaying props together. I like this better because you're kind of against other people, right? Where if say one chalky one that everybody's on misses, it's like, well, you're kind of at the same spot as everybody else. It's not like where, and it, when you're parlaying them, it's like all of a sudden if one just goes wrong and you're screwed, like you can probably miss two or three and still cash. Still yep. cash, yeah. No, exactly, man. And, you know, that's DFS. DFS is kind of coming on the scene big time. We we do have that other side uh, on our site with parlaying different props and stuff. But this is really, you know, what Thrive is at its heart, these contests. Um, this is what makes us unique um, really in the space. And it's kind of such a simple thing. Uh, really, when you think about it, you're just building a lineup of over under props. Um, yeah. But, you know, it takes that that original DraftKings FanDuel formula and kind of combines it with just normal sports betting. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Darbo, have you ever done this Thrive thing? Darbo, welcome to the program. It's the Masters Week. Cheers to you. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, no, I have not. Not yet. Can you guys hear okay, me? Well, so we're trying to, you know, do a little bit more than DraftKings because DraftKings is a little bit more of the roulette wheel. Uh, and this maybe could, could potentially – Josh has a model – Maybe you could come up with some stuff and it could make us win some money on this Thrive Fantasy app. And if you wanted to sign up, Eric, and you haven't yet, then you can use the promo code FGP and you can get yourself a massive match and some free tickets into some contests. So let's try that out. Thank you for joining us, Brandon, from Thrive Fantasy, uh, a new partner of ours. Yeah, Love thanks, it. guys. Thanks for having me. Looking forward Appreciate to you. it. And yeah. if you have any questions, you can hit you up. Where do we find you, Brandon, on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, BrandonG623, or my email is Brandon at ThriveFantasy.com if you have any questions yep. or anything like that. Or DM me or DM the Fantasy Golf Pod Twitter page, and we'll be able to help you out and get you going, and we're going to have some fun doing the Thrive stuff, aren't we, Cecil? Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks, Brandon. Cheers Thanks, to you. Guys. Have a good Masters week. Uh, appreciate your time tonight, and uh, we're going to remove you. We're going to add Darpo. Welcome to the program. How are you? How's your? Uh, what's your top of the range looking like? Are you going to pick somebody from the top? Are you going Scheffler, Rom? Are you going DJ, JT? Are you getting Rory in your life? Or what are you doing? I mean, I I think you have. I said this last week, and then we had two people withdraw from the top range. But I think you have to have someone in the 10K range in your lineup. And who's your favorite one? Um, it's not Rory. I can tell you that much for certain. Okay. So you're over on the two and a half bogey prop as well. Oh, for sure. That was, yeah. that is a lock. That was, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that was smart. Good. Um, okay. So we've done the, the beginning of the pod. We've gotten the sponsor out of the way. We're going to go with the, this is what we're discussing tonight. Quagness. Are you ready for this? We've got recent form. We're going to talk about who's in recent form. Who's in good form. We're talking about course history. Cause that, that essentially matters at Augusta national. Who are our fades? Darbo, do you have some fades? Get ready for those. Sleepers as well, because we want some guys that are off the radar. And then we want our favorites. Who's going to win? Okay. So let's, you know, obviously, in between all these topics, we've got different conversations. I've planned some stuff out. I've got some guests coming on. We've got some ownership talk. We've got Josh's model. We've got the most dangerous mental errors that you don't even know you're making. We're going to discuss those. So just be you know, it's going to be a fun next 40 minutes. All right. Now, recent form, Eric, your guy Scheffler is in the best recent form potentially out of anybody. 
maybe uh more the than best reason form of all time yeah uh so do you are you going to uh lean on this recent form can he continue that why why can't he continue that it's just golf it's just swinging a club it's just a different course yeah there's absolutely no reason to fade scott scheffler at uh at the top price which is always you're getting you're always getting a discount i feel like at, at these at the masters it's been true for years Sure. Yeah, you are eleven thousand for for a guy that's playing. John, click click his name on DraftKings and then compare it to John Rom, the next guy below, and and look at the the results. And I think it's pretty. That's obvious. John Rom's putter's problem. It's not because John Rom has bad golfer. I mean, they're both really good golfers, and John Rom has had a really good Masters history. So a lot of people like that. We're going to get to course form. However, not good enough for his price. Cecil, let me ask you about Sam Burns. Could we go back to Bermuda Burns? Or it's not Bermuda, it's Bent Burns. Do we do Bent Burns? I I just I don't really play Burns all that often. And the start of this year it was looking good. He kind of slumped for a while, but now he's back playing really well. He obviously won last time he played. So but at his price, at the Masters, I think he's a first timer, correct? Yep, Which yep, first time they do. But he's only really been like really good for a little while, so it makes sense. So I would say, no, you can't play Sam Burns. No chance. Uh, Josh, let me ask you about the Florida Swing, because this Florida Swing has produced Lowry, Hatton, Woodland, and other names that are coming in with some good form and some good vibes. Does that matter to you, or is the Florida Swing something you throw out because the players and all this water and shit? Are you doing the Florida Swing? Name? No, I don't I don't think that matters because exactly what you said. Flo- Florida golf is way different than Augusta golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodland's kind of interesting, though, I think. Mm-hmm. Woodland's He's, uh, here. 6,900. Yeah. Isn't so brutal here? Maybe. He's been good form. Okay, well, then we could, we could rely on that, and especially at his price, I think he could pay it off easily. Now, Darbo, what, let me ask you about the flavor of the month. Cameron Smith. We know everybody likes Cam Smith. And he's going to be one of the chalkiest names. But are you going to click it? Because he's in good form. Winning golf. I, I will be playing Cam Smith for sure. Definitely. You like and it? He's got good history here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, good recent form, good course history. There's nothing not to like about Cam Smith at this event. And really good short game. So now, Patrick Cantlay, could you consider him somebody that had good recent form? Because are we talking about recent form that's in the last month? Are we talking about sucks. recent form that goes back to December? Because that's not that long ago. We're in only April here. Are we going to consider the guy that won the tour championship and someone that's played great golf in the fall or in the you know early part of the season? Can't Cantlay? Can he put on a green jacket? Eric, that's your guy, Quagnus. What about Cantlay? You know, I've 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 kind of soured on Cantley here over the years. I don't know why he he's just fallen off of my playlist of brand names that I like to play, and I don't really have a. Is that is it. that because he loves to rely on the putter, and we know that that's not a club you can rely on? Yeah, it, it, that's exactly what it has to do with, and but we've he's should... not even really that good here. Okay, like he was, no, he's not good at majors he... either. And like, because he led for what four seconds the year that Tiger won, so everybody goes back to that. But in right. reality, he was cut. Yeah, like last last year, cut the year before, seventeenth, ninth, the year that he was in first for a little bit. Like he's not good here. He hasn't been good for a couple events. No good. Like course history is average, and his recent form sucks. Cut up, dude. Now, what about Neiman, who won 
at the Genesis. We know Neiman has the game that could conquer Augusta. He's got distance off the tee. He's young. He's got energy. Just swish. Does Neiman fall in your model at the top or at the bottom or the middle? Or where is my Neiman on your Neiman model? Neiman is number three. Shut up. Wow. Number three. Wow. I think uh, I, the, the distance thing you said is interesting because he didn't used to be very long. Mm-hmm. And he's gained distance the last however mm-hmm. many years he's been. When he came out of the tour, he was short. He's like pretty long now. So I think that's helped okay. um, with his play. And he's he's like a ball striker guy. So I think he's a uh, – yeah, I think he's good. I like it. Now, there are names that are in the 7K range that are going to pick up some steam and they're going to ultimately end up around 18 to 20% owned. Are we getting off of a Fitzpatrick at 7,700 or a, a Henley that – has the greatest iron play ever going in. He's going to pop some models. Cecil, are you getting off of these names because they're chalky? Yeah. I never, I've played Russell Hunting once in my life. It felt gross. He did pretty well. So it was actually, it was a great play. I played him at the Sony. And Maybe like, I shouldn't ask you. This is awesome. But Eric no, I'm not Quagnus playing Fitzpatrick or Henley. The chalk, chalk donkey guy himself, Quagnus. Do you want to get off of a guy like Fitzpatrick or uh, Henley just because of their? Potential to get also the 20% sucks on. They're good prices, <laughs> Quagnus. He sucks here. We're not talking to you, Cecil. I'm muting you. Well, I'm just telling you. Mute Cecil. All right, Quagnus, what about you? I bet I can make Cecil's lineup right now. <laughs> Do you want those guys, Eric? You're going to take that chalk. Aren't you going to eat that chalk? Why not eat that chalk? It's only 18 20%, right? No, I, I'll probably lean if it's a toss-up between chalk, Henley, and Chalk Fitzpatrick. I'm gonna go Fitzpatrick just because I don't know. I, I think the Euros they like to you know come into the United States and do their thing at the major. Kershaw, BK, Brian Kershaw. You're a Henley person, or are you? No, he he can't win, but he can top twenty. Okay, okay, okay. So you, you got you well, you got some polarizing takes on Twitter. Brian Kirshner is with us tonight. He's Brian Kirshner underscore. Or he's somewhere on Twitter. Uh, he does the tap and birdie on Tuesday nights. He's the man. And uh, cheers to you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're the golf guys. We're doing this live on YouTube. We're doing this. We're 30 minutes in. We're talking about the names that have good recent form. Are there, isn't that who you take? You take course history in recent form at the Masters. Do you not, Kirshner, or who you take? Yeah, I, I think you, uh, you mend those two together. You find those players and you, you put them in your lineup. Yep. I think someone. Um, that I really like kind of a longer shot is Lowry. Uh, I know okay. that he's like mid-priced on oh, no. uh, DraftKings. But I like chance. Lowry. He's been beast. playing some really good golf. Had a really good Florida swing. And then he has like two like middling finishes at the Masters. I think he gets in the top 20 this year. I just think he's been playing some some really good golf. Josh, so, what do you think I, about Lowry? I like Josh Swish has a polarizing opinion about Lowry. Is he I got, good at golf? What's he I got, good at? <laughs> I got a problem Lowry's here with Lowry. Awesome. He's he's good, and also uh, in the model this week, he's number 13, so that's a problem. But I just think he sucks at golf, which is <laughs> Really? Dude, that's my problem. Awesome. Josh has bad opinions about people. I do. I, I do. <laughs> but but uh, the, the spreadsheet helps you win money. So. Like, We're like going to get your that. spreadsheet. Before we do, let's talk about who the chalk is because we want to know about ownership projections. That's huge especially in a 90-man event. We're on Sunday night ahead of the tournament, so we're going to have a lot of information coming at us over the next few days. But right now, as it sits, Martins, Mr. Quagnus, Chalk Donkey, 
Justin Thomas and John Rahm above 10K are the names that are being looked at the most. Does that make sense to you? Does that feel right? That doesn't feel right. I don't know why Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, where did you get that from, Chad? That's name. bullshit. You don't think JT and Rahm are going to be clicking? <laughs> Who's clicking Justin Thomas here? Everybody hates this guy. I, I oh, think wow. you're wrong, Cecil. I think he's going to be a really popular pick. <laughs> Justin Thomas oh, is amazing. Really? No, no, Cecil. He, he's really going to be very popular. He's always yeah, played like well so the many- Masters, and he's probably playing the best golf without a win this season, in my opinion. And he's got bones on the bag. We got 10-3 on and JT. We're getting the discount stupid. off of Ram and uh, Scheffler. We're going to JT for he's sure. Tiger's best friend. Cecil, the 9K yeah, range. Yeah, that annoys here. me. Now, the 9K <laughs> range, Cameron Smith, Cecil, is going to be the chalk. And maybe Brooks Kepka, potentially yeah, Zalatoris. Does this feel right to you, Cecil? Cam? Yeah, see, those are, like, if you're yeah. not if you're not on Brooks Kepka this week, you're like, that's just stupid. Like, I don't know what, BK, do you like Brooks this week? Like, I know you've been hating on Brooks, but I feel like you at least realize that Brooks in the majors is obviously a different animal than Brooks at the fucking No, that's that's exact. That was right? always my point. It's like people are yeah. betting Brooks in fucking swing season events. Like, oh, yeah. it's 40 to 1. I'm going to play him. Like, it's, it's like, been five years. What, he shows what us what he doing? does. He, he's not going to do that. So <laughs> I tend to like Brooks more at, like, U.S. Open PGA. Yeah open championship but he's always been great at the masters he wasn't healthy the last two years and he was second yeah. to tiger woods in 2019 and he's and 21 how many, how many years does the guy need to not even tell well actually he has told us and with his play for like five years he tells us exactly when he's going to be good exactly when he's going to suck like guess what at the masters if he's healthy which he says he is and i believe him he's going to be good and then three, like if he played the heritage next week, which I'm assuming he isn't, he'd miss the cut, and he'd probably tell you beforehand, "Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm going to miss the cut." Like he does what he always does. He's the most predictable player on. So the- is he <laughs> headlining your 19 man card this week, or is he be the first name on it? Or are you going to bet anyone lower? Well, I with so many people, it's I tried last week, and it's so hard not to like. I hate betting guys like under 20 to one. But I'm doing this, and I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to find nine people that are beyond 20? So he's not going to be the first guy just because my hands are tied, and i got to pick a couple guys that are probably lower. But I would like him to be the first guy. And if I was betting three guys, he'd be one of them. But I got no Darbo. choice. Darbo, does Zalatoris, <laughs> is he going to be clicked? People like Zalatoris. Well, Zalatoris is going to be clicked. Yeah, yeah I mean, $9,200, and he was second last year. Zalatoris seems like a click. You're going to oh, go yeah. to Zalatoris yourself? Yeah, I'll play him in like 16% of my lineups. Okay. Now, that was weirdly specific. Well, 16.5? Think about it this way. The decimal points, right? So one-fourth of your lineups will be 25. One-fifth is is 20. One-sixth is 18. One... It goes. It goes by that. One six is once. It's sixteen. I'm sorry. That's sixteen. So that's okay. Why. So you'll be sixteen percent. One six of my lineups will be of Zalatoris. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about the eight K range because nobody's clicking in the eight K range. It seems like they're going to the top and then they're going to the seven K range and the eight K range is going to be overlooked potentially. Kirshner, Neiman is going to be maybe the chalk of the eight K range. Could you potentially see that as as a possibility? Um, I think, yeah, definitely. But I think also people will be like, he hasn't played the masters before. Um, so that might be a little bit of cause for concern. Has he? I might be wrong. No, I think he's played before. He's played it twice. 
and he's yeah, played it twice. He, one of the, he's he played it at an amateur. He plays it as an amateur one. So the, he's like sixteen. You can throw that. Out. Yeah, I, and then last I mean, year, last year he was fortieth. So I think the discussion in the eight K range has to be: What are you guys going to do about Tiger Woods? We obviously know that like casual fans that like don't do this every week just love playing Tiger Woods. Like even though it's like an egregious misprice, the price is based on the fact that casual people just play him just for mm-hmm. the fact that it's Tiger Woods. Where do you guys see his ownership coming in? Because I don't think anyone that plays DFS seriously is going to play him, but I no. think a lot of casual fans will be. I'm there. seeing a lot of people this week that are trying. I don't see. I don't know if this is just like a pre-tournament hedge where they're like, "Oh, all these people that think Tiger's going to suck, like you guys are clearly wrong." But when it's time to actually put their money down, are they actually going to play Tiger? I don't know. Oh. But all like a bunch of people on Twitter like. Nelson or whatever. I think I saw him like talking. I about, muted. Oh, I yeah, muted Tiger. straight up. Yeah, as you should. Correct decision. Hundred percent. No, no. Guys. Okay, let let's just but do this saying, right now. Like, so let's let's just like, take it back to the beginning of the time. Okay, it's Sunday at eight thirty nine Central Time. Okay, so it's Sunday at this eight forty time. He let's just pretend that the hype is fucking insane by Wednesday night. He is. Did you see his neck, shoulder muscles? I mean, like, but he's always been in good shape. No shit. Okay, like, okay. why would so he not? Let's be just in good pretend shape? that it is now Wednesday night, and Bagels is doing his show, and we're actually clicking lineups, and we're actually putting, and we're like, dude, all we have that that's your He's having great range <laughs> sessions, and Tiger's the man. He's a real deal, yeah. and everything's happening, and he's he's back, and the only thing he cares about is Jack's record, and the only thing he cares about is the Gusta, and the only thing he cares about is right now here today. We're not gonna click him. At 8,500, and we're not going to see him at 15% owned, one of the top owned guys. I think he's going to be owned. The, the I think next four days, we're going to be all Tiger. We're going to, I think he's watching be this same program on Tuesday or Wednesday, and they're going to be like, what a waste of time this thing is because, of course, Tiger's going to be playing. So we yeah. know that. And of course, he's going to be in shape. And of course, he's going to be hyped up. We're going to be on the Tiger train by Wednesday afternoon. Are we not, Kirshner? I won't be. No. I, like every week, yeah, we talk correct. about like, these like lines are wrong. Like he should not be eighty five hundred dollars around guys that have been playing for the past sixteen months and have actually. He's been like on fifty to one to win. He should that be is like, like egregious number. Egregious number. Yeah, I'm uh, Josh. Josh, and he's the most bet guy. They could. I don't know why they didn't just like make him thirty to one. They clearly they can make him whatever they want. They don't give a shit. But like. He's gonna why win. Why would you bet? Gonna, him? No, he's not. He's you already said Justin Thomas is gonna win. You can't have two winners. <laughs> Chad, Chad's picked Everyone's like win. five winners already. Or Every time I win. say somebody sucks, Chad's like, "Yeah, that guy's gonna win." Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna win. Morikawa's gonna win. No, uh, Josh, really, Tiger's not gonna contend. Are you fucking Tiger? Cont- if if he plays, he knows he can win. He's said that a bunch of times. So if he's playing, he's gonna be he's gonna be in the top ten. He's gonna contend. So yeah. Play it. Remember, remember last time? Remember last time he played where he hit it out of the bunker into the water on twelve and got like a ten. That's fucking awesome. But he why was on pain killers. Don't hate. Don't do that. Well, I'm not hating, but it's funny. Whatever. The guy's won enough. He wants to embarrass himself a couple times. Well, there's a couple homers it. here. We're we're all trying to just live the last. You know. You know. Corey Connors time, baby. Sorry, Tiger's time. Okay, okay. Connor, Connors in the seven K range. Before we leave the 8K range real quick when the ownership percentages, you have a potential chalk going to Neiman, and we already mentioned that. You potential chalk with Scott. Could you see Adam Scott? Darbo, are you on Adam Scott? Is your spreadsheet clicking Adam Scott? No, you're shaking your head. No. No, not really. Why not? 
I just, I don't, tr- I don't know. Maybe because he's more of, that's more of a gut feel for me. Like, okay. I just, I don't trust Adam Scott that much. So, within, are well. you going to Sam Burns, yes. Darbo? Darbo, is your Burns spreadsheet burning? No, I, I like, even Burns, it's him. I'm, that whole range for me is so muddy. Like, I don't care who yeah. I pick. So, then, therefore, the AK range is not being peppered in the in the times where I, you should pepper no. the AK range. It seems strange. Yeah, the AK range is gross. Like, it's kind of sucky. Lowry is the best play, not even close, in my opinion. Lowry is the best play, and Josh hates Lowry. Martins loves Tiger. Everyone hates Tiger, but we want Tiger. Okay, but we can all agree. Worst price in the eighty in the eight thousand dollar range. Number one worst price Tiger Woods. Number two worst price Taylor Gooch. Obviously, did you did you did you read that story? He got kicked. He didn't get kicked off. They had to bring him pants because he was on the putting green in shorts, and he didn't realize they were not allowed to wear shorts (laughs) at Augusta. Shut up. Yeah, that's not true. What about uh? They said that. What What about so? Like a few days ago, everyone was talking about Tony Finau being eighty one hundred. Oh, okay. if he has, if he has a good time. tournament, that was he's going to be that was me. super high price or super high owned. Yep. And if he doesn't, he's not going to. So he like did he he's like very average, right? So what what yeah. what are people going to do with him? I'm in on Tony big time. Martin's course history guy. You're a course history guy, and, and Tony Finau's Mr. Top Ten Tony at Masters, and he breaks his ankle, and he's going to win anyway. Still, uh, so are we going to click him then? No, we're not. No, you shouldn't click Tony Finau. And I was happy to see that he kind of made a run today. I was following that on the uh, app, and so we don't care. We we no, prefer we don't care about Tony Finau. I mean, he, recent form. We, we we favor recent form over course history, or what's more important? Because ever in data golf, and everyone tells me course history is more important. Martin, I data golf told you that this is the one course where course history is important. That's true. Kirshner, do you have a data golf membership? Um, no, I don't, but I obviously go on it. I mean, I think the recent form course history debate, it's, it's like, it has to be for one golfer. You have to make a decision. Like you can say course history is a reason to bet somebody, but course history isn't it like or recent form is a reason to bet somebody it all depends on the golfer in my opinion i think tony finau will be a popular play because he's very cheap yeah he's too cheap and i think he played just well enough like eric said at valero to garner some ownership and top 15 off the tee and on approach like he was really good in both his around the green sucked which is weird because tony finau he's kind of one of those guys that's like decent at everything but his around the green the last couple of years is normally pretty good so the one thing he's usually decent at he kind of sucked at this week this is this is tony's spot tony's gonna do well okay well he does have course history here we're gonna move listen if you want ownership projections you can go to our friends at fansharesports.com and you can get a membership there at 20 percent off fantasy golf pod with promo code or you can watch me on wednesday morning we can do that ownership projection pod boom or we can talk about course history. Best players at Augusta over their course of their last couple of years. Rom is there, of course. DJ has won a jacket. He's there. Spieth, all he does is finish top five here. Hideki. Uh, we're a little bit worried about Hideki's neck, but you got Justin Rose. You got JT. You got Rory. You got Reed. Josh, did you produce your model yet? Have you tweeted that out? I did not tweet it out. Why didn't you tweet it? Can we tweet it? Um, I can tweet it. I was waiting to see what happened with this event. Oh, um, okay. You need the stats from this event because Josh runs a model. His name is Jish Swish on Twitter. Um, yeah. But, dude, then course history. Kirschner, 
what are we doing with course history at the Masters? We're going to use this as like the main point, the pillar of building lineups on DraftKings this week? I mean, I definitely think it, it plays a large factor. I actually, yep. little stat for the boys. Oh, um, I was writing go. my article before I came on and I was looking at like how many um, like starts at the Masters golfers have before they win so i pulled it up did a little research okay um and cool. they all had many starts before so decky it Sick. was his 10th start dustin johnson 11th tiger woods 23 patrick reed bit of an outlier fifth start sergio garcia 15 starts before they won so i think that in terms of winning the event you need a lot of rounds under your belt a guy course history that i like that i don't see getting much love because he hasn't been great, but it's Webb Simpson, 20th, 5th, 10th, 12th, and his last four appearances at the Masters. Sown, sown some signs of life. I love that. Um, two weeks ago um, at the Valspar. So I think he's a he's a course history guy to play in, in cheap 7K range. I love Webb. I'm a Webb guy. What, uh, Martins, you were all in on Webb the last couple of weeks or whenever that was. Are you yeah, how that worked out. Webb? <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out too good and then he was great actually he wasn't great the following week but it looked like he was going to be great he yeah, was great was... for that couple rounds so yeah for two rounds he won after friday Webb is Ruby's the same person as tiger woods Webb is the same out, person Ruby. as all these veterans that do not show up and they do not care about anything other than the masters this is Webb is transitioning into the justin rose phase of his career where they are frauds <laughs> and they only care about majors and may and big events He's already starting to skip events. He's only playing a lot dozen events a year. This is the Adam Scott routine, and Webb is on it. And Webb is yeah, smart. Webb's, Webb so this sucks now. Webb's going to be fine. I'm going to play Webb. Uh, <clears throat> let's talk about things, though. Let's talk about the dangers of your mental errors, Kirshner. Have you heard about things that you're doing that you don't even know you're doing that are that are wrong? This is called uh, – this is like psychology or something? Okay. I feel like Chad watched Inception this weekend or something. Nope, I didn't. I, I, I stumbled across this tweet thread that is, you know, made me think thoughts about DraftKings. This person says the most dangerous mental errors you don't know you're making. This is from April 2nd. This guy, just a, you know, yesterday, this inspired me. Uh, there's some things that this guy's come up with. Groupthink was my favorite because we already know. Like, the curse of knowledge and groupthink, all this stuff where uh, – an all too common psychological psychological phenomenon in which people strive for consensus and conformity. People are scared, Eric. We've been talking about this for years. Yeah. How people can't make their own decisions and they want to have the group tell them what to do. The opposition is usually silent and the decision making is faltered because of this. What do you think about groupthink mentality? Or is this a real thing in DraftKings? Uh Martin? We've 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 been laughing about this for years. It's been a, a point of uh, entertainment for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've enjoyed the fact that, like, yeah, okay, so we're all gonna get. Well, wasn't Chris Kirk mass chalk this week? And he did okay. I mean, sometimes. Oh, well, yeah, but see, that's not the same though. It's like groupthink is just you know, like ultimately, uh, there's the other one here is this loss aversion. Humans love. Well, I love the word humans. First of all. That's funny that he says that. And they humans tend to prefer to avoid losses versus achieving gains. Kirshner, you do a lot of gambling. Would you say that's more true? Because 
we sometimes are scared to go for it. We're scared to put our chips on one number, so we spread them a little bit on the roulette board. Do you do that in gambling too? Um, and do you see this a little bit in gambling? I, I agree. And about the group thing, like did Chris Kirk not play well this week because oh, he was 25% owned in DraftKings <laughs> no. or just he like ran out of steam? Like I, I just think it's like I Cecil's talked about this on this pod, like people not playing good plays just because they're popular in DraftKings. It just doesn't really make all that sense to me. But people definitely in the loss aversion, people don't want to take risk in DraftKings. They want to play who everyone else is playing because of, their course history and the recent form and what the stats are telling them because it feels safer than taking a chance on a guy like Tony Finau or Webb Simpson or guys that haven't really been playing well. So I definitely come, think it comes into play on DraftKings. Josh okay. Bennett, Jish, what about this other option here, this Bader, Mina, Hoff? I don't know. I don't really pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah t- take some time trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Bader Meinhoff is probably a German guy. He says the new awareness of something creates an illusion that that's, it's appearing more frequently. This is the thing where you're like, hey, I'm going to buy a black uh, SUV or a Jeep, black Jeep. And then all of a sudden you see black Jeeps everywhere. And you're like, God damn it, everyone has a black Jeep. This is this kind of the thing that you click a guy and you're on a guy and you find the guy. And then everything revolves around this guy. This kind of happens in DraftKings, is it not, Josh? Uh, I Yeah, I think it does. I Actually, I think that happens more um, just kind because of like the are built. But, yeah, I, I think that does happen, yeah. Where you know humans overestimate their uh, the degree in which the people are noticing themselves or they're noticing things that they're doing or whatever, and it's like that's another thing that happens in uh, the tout life, right? Kirshner spotlight effect. Um, what What do you mean? Well, people just think like, oh, well, everyone's like, I picked this guy, so then everybody's on this guy, or yes, exactly. I'm fading this guy, therefore everyone else is fading. Everyone thinks about themselves and what they're doing more than what's actually happening a lot of times. And then, yeah, I think think it's really hard to gauge like someone that's prominent in the industry if they say they're on someone. Like, is every single person listening to the pod like, okay, I'm going to tell? I think at the end of the day, there are so many names and like picks being thrown at you. You have to want it. I don't think a lot of people just blindly tell everyone's pick. They listen to their show and they t- go over five names and they say, oh, I like that one for this reason, but I don't totally. like that one for that reason. Yeah. So I think it's tough to know exactly which names are going to be you know, heavily influenced to people listening because at the end of the day, it has to be what that person wants and feels comfortable doing. Well, they hear what they want to hear. That's kind of fun. Uh, Martin's now the bandwagon effect where – Everybody believes this, so obviously this is going to happen. We've seen this for years. This community bet stuff happens, and people get on board with somebody, and then does it? It's golf. Like we can't pick. We can't pick, predict this shit, Martins, right? No, I I can think back. You know, we talk about the Masters this Masters week. I'm fucking excited as shit about it, <laughs> and I can remember it was two years ago, maybe three years ago. It's before COVID. Like it was like, oh, Justin Rose, he never misses a cut here, and he always like at least top 25s, if not like better. And then he and I was like, okay, then I'm gonna put all my shares on him, and he missed the fucking cut. Like, it was the first time in 18 years that he missed, yeah, cut. it was the first time. Like, it like this shit happens. Like, and and Justin Rose was in good or at least fine form, he wasn't like in some slump where you would like think that like 
it would be a bad play to, to go down to Justin Rose. And he was reasonably priced on DraftKings. I remember this. And, and I was shocked. And I was – at that time, I used to get mad about things. I don't get mad anymore because, like, it's like, oh, well, that happened because this is fucking golf. This is unpredictable. Josh, so, I wanted uh, to bring up confirmation bias with you because this is something we talk about. You just decide whatever new data that is positive towards what you think is going to be helpful. And then the negative data, well, there must be an error in that data or we're not really interested in that data. That's something maybe you're interested in, Josh. You like this confirmation bias? I, I noticed this a lot, actually. I, I think this is the main reason that people follow people on Twitter or <laughs> subscribe to tout sites okay. or, or do anything. I think... People have something in their brain where they're like, I'll just pick one golfer for Jordan Spieth. Somebody out there saying, Jordan Spieth, I think that's my guy. They go to their tout site. Their tout site says, Jordan Spieth, great at the Masters. Bang, he's great. I'm playing him. This is, I think everybody just has golfers in their mind and they're like, I'm just going to wait until somebody I subscribe to or somebody I follow on Twitter says, that's a good play. Then I can lock them in. So I, 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 I think that's the main reason that people are following people on Twitter is to just to confirm what's already in their brain. I don't think they have their own opinion or they aren't making up their opinions from other things. I think they have their own opinions already. Totally. And now, uh, Darbo, what about this Texas sharpshooter psychology where this is where you fire off a gun and then, you know what, I'm going to paint the target around the bullets. And kind of have a little bit of this hindsight. Do you th- see this happening too, where we select evidence that supports the conclusion while ignoring evidence that refutes it? This is a lot like confirmation bias. Yeah. Like you're you're just gonna pick out what you think is true and ignore what is false. So that happens in DraftKings all the time. And well, it happens to all of us. We yeah. all do it to some yeah. extent. Okay, Cecil, the gambler's fallacy. This is the last one we'll end on here. The humans are naturally bad at with probabilities. We know that. No one can predict athlete performance. Um, we have a tendency to believe that past events alter future outcomes. Have you ever thought you were due to win? Are you ready uh, for that? Uh, yeah, dude, all the time, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, exactly. No shit. To, I'll say last week, I was actually, some guy was messaging me. Because I lost like four or five underdog bets in a row in like NHL bets in overtime, and this guy's like, "Well, we're obviously like we're gonna win we're the due. next couple. We're due for a win." And guess what? We fucking did. So, gambler's fallacy. This is a truth. This is a true statement. Yeah, After exactly. a while, you're due. It happens. All right, cool, cool. Easy. Okay, so we're done with that. Now the sleepers, uh, Kirshner. <laughs> we've talked. We we started the pod with a couple of sleepers. We're you know the under the eight k range guys. You can't really go with like a Henley or a Fitzpatrick. That's not like a sleeper. Do you have a name that no one else is really saying yet? Or are you because it's only well, well, Chad, if no one else is saying it, then it can't be a good pick. You know what I mean? Because of all these fallacies. Yes. Like if if like what if I have a sleeper pick that no one's on, it can't be a good pick, you know? That that's tough to True. to to figure out. You know, it's harder, especially at the Masters, I'm telling you. It's, it is. I, I don't think that like it's gonna be. Very that's actually hard true this week, big time. If like, you pick I, one guy and everybody else is like, "That's a bad play." Guess what? That's probably a bad play. There's only like fifty <laughs> good plays. So if you're like, you know what? I think this guy's gonna be great. And everybody is like, "No, he fucking sucks." Guess what? He fucking sucks. 
Yeah, uh, like in the 6K range, I'm probably not going down here much. But Brian Harmon's always good at the Masters. Lefty's good at the Masters. He finished in the top 20 here last year. Uh, Been playing some decent golf. I know he burned me and some people at uh, Valspar. But Brian Harmon in the 6K range, I like that maybe, possibly. But he's not winning again. Like it would just be a draft. No, but you're a 6K guy. Yeah, 6K guy. Okay, well, we've. Martins, who's your other sleeper? Who are you guys? Who are you picking? That's like your last guy into your roster. Are you going into the six K range? Are you what about Big his- Stu? What about Stu Sink? Twelve. Yeah, Stu Sink. I like, think he's better. He was than like Sink. seventh at the Valspar. Twelfth like, last year here. No, yeah, twelfth last year here, and then he won the Heritage. I think the week after, and he was deep, like he's kind of sucked this year, but he was good last. I think he played at the Valspar, and he was like seventh or eighth. So. I mean, when you're talking about guys that's cheap and you're looking for a guy that's super low owned, if he has ten things going for him, he's not going to be super low owned. So if what you're looking for is ownership, you got to take a guy with some red flags. So for me, it's going to be Champ, Cam Champ, or Stu Sink. Cam Champ's full of red flags, but he's but he's good at the Masters. Yeah, so it's like you got to pick. You could pick that Cam Champ sucks at golf, or you pick that Cam Champ is good at the Masters. And I'll just go with the good at the Masters side and that he plays well. See, so I have a question. Yeah, are we boys? Like, I just want. I think so. Boys? Like, you know, I, I just like what's, what's the vibe here? Big oh, time. we gotta talk. You know what? We gotta hash that out. I'll, I'll say this: me and BK, I think, agree on way more things than we want to admit that we agree on. <laughs> like ha- everything that you've said on here, I'm like, fuck, I agree. Like, I just want to be like, Brian, you're a fucking idiot. That's a horrible thing. But everything that you've said so far, yeah, I'm kind of in line with. And you like the post golf swings. I'm big into guys that post golf swings, good or yeah, bad. I'm yeah, all about see, so, no, it. this is this is what I want to say is that we actually fucking post our swing on Twitter for everyone yeah. to shit on it. Those people would never fucking I love post it. anything on okay. fucking Twitter. It's ridiculous. It's a, <laughs> it is a rush. It's it is a thrill rush to post it and then to just wait for like you always get a few people that are like, oh yeah, that looks really good, and then you'll get just like the streamer replies like. Oh, you shot 97 or you shot. And I love those. The like, replies on BK's putting video about those. a month ago were well, hilarious. That was actually amazing. Awesome. I didn't, re- I actually just got a new putter that I will gain more. <laughs> um, and my thing about love like people like shit on like me being a golfer, blah, blah, blah. I have never advertised that I'm good at golf. Like I am literally a fucking high handicapper that yeah. shoots in the night. I don't like, like I post sucked. my fucking swing on yeah. Twitter. Like, oh, look how fucking good I am. Like I'm gonna be throwing darts all day. Like I yeah. literally fucking shoot in the nineties. Yeah. But yeah, I see. So I respect you because you actually fucking post your swing on Twitter. I think you post it because it like gets you hard and you like showing how it. good you Big are time. at golf. But, but I, here's I the respect thing. I will say this though. I will say that I, I even a year ago i wasn't that good at golf and i've really put a lot of effort into action because it's just one thing that i've decided like oh this is fucking fun i love it so i'm legitimately trying to get better at golf but like i'm decent right now at the start of last year i was okay two years ago i was fucking brutal i would have posted just as many swings two years ago i just didn't golf as much like last summer i played probably five times a week I filmed it all the time. It's like, well, I'm at, I'm posting at least one swing every round. And yeah, towards the end of the season, as I'm getting better, it's like, well, fuck, I'm going to start posting better swings. Like I like, I don't know. Yeah. I like you post your swing. it's good, but I also love posting a bad one. When I'm, people say it's bad, like I love both and I've been <laughs> on both sides of it. I've had some really good shots that I posted and I've had some just fucking atrocious ones that I've posted and it's equally exciting either way. 
Yeah, we just want everyone to be honest with their posting of their swings. Like, just be who you are. You are who you are. Brian Kirscher, the azaleas are blooming. It is spring, and that means, you know what it means? It means it's testicular cancer month. April, Darbo, is testicular cancer month. And Manscaped, our friends, have partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer month, men's health and early cancer detection. You got to funnel your balls. You got to look for that stuff. You can get an app. There's an app to do this, Brian. Uh, the millennials and the Gen Zs, they can download an app to look at their balls or whatever. I don't know how they're doing. <laughs> That's because, you know what? Manscaped's committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer among men ages 15 to 35, giving support to fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer, including Joel Damon, Cecil, the bucket hat guy himself, has no... Left ball, right ball? Do we know a ball Damon lost? We don't know. We I don't mean, know. I could I could message him and ask him which one, but I feel like that <laughs> would be weird. We so don't care. Probably not. What's true is, though, if you examine your testiculars regularly, that you will not have this problem because you will notice something that's different. So you want to check yourself out. That's what we're doing. And this is um, April is testicular cancer month. So go ahead and text the code SELFEXAM to 22999, and uh, you'll get some update. Or something. Is that cool? And yeah, if you want to clean your balls before you check your balls, then you can use the promo code GOLFGUYS20 for 20% off on Manscaped products at manscaped.com. Free shipping everywhere. Let's talk about our favorites. Darbo, let's start with you. You've you've basically told us that you're going to click everybody. You're not going to click nobody. You're going to do your... Oh, there are people I'm not going to click. Easy. Okay, well, let's hear the click that you're going to click the most. Who's the man that is the... Man, for you this week, Eric Darbo. Uh, it's probably going to be Justin Thomas, honestly. Thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. Cecil. Wow. All right, Darbo. Before we leave okay. you, what do you what do you got going on this week? Are you have you started making content? Or are you making content? Yeah, I got a I got a preview video out. Um, yep. just did it yesterday. Haven't really run like ran any models. Still waiting for the Valero to end because I a lot of my stuff depends on what just happened the week before. Cool. So I'm updating that stuff right now. Got a cheat sheet out there. You guys can obviously use the optimizer that I have. I like putting a lot of stuff on there. It's just my way of you know doing DFS. So it's always and available. Your, and you're getting yourself checked with the uh, ball checker app from Manscaped, of course, right? I mean, I'm checking my balls every single day, Chad. Good. So thank you. Josh Good Bennett, man. you've uh, got yourself uh, a lawnmower 4.0, and you're making yourself a Manscaped man. But at the same time, right. who are you picking as your favorite for the Masters? Who is your winner? Mm. Colin Morikawa is my guy. What? Does yeah. the spreadsheet tell you to do that, or are you just doing that on your own? Uh, he, As of today, he's number four. Oh. Who's number as one? Of, Scotty is number mm. one. Oh, wow. Scotty, JT, Joaquin, Colin, DJ. That's a top five. Shit. When are you going to post that? Tomorrow, probably. Are you going to post all 90 names? I think gonna... I'm posting all the names this week. Nice. All of them. Kirshner, who you got as the uh, favorite this week? Did you? Ha- are you already making declarations on Sunday, April 3rd at 9 o'clock? Um, well, two weeks ago, once Zalatoris putted well, I said Zalatoris top 20 mortgage play. Um, so that's the only declaration I've made out. I don't think the winner will come from 
30 and above. I think the best strategy this week is to two, pick two of your favorite guys below 25 to one and maybe add another guy. But I don't think this is a week where you should be like betting like longer shot guys to win. Pick your favorite two guys below 25 to one. Um, who's going to win? I have no fucking clue. Um, I, it sounds I, like I, though you're advising against betting nine names. Hey, so am I, I just like, supposed I, to do it. No, like I, it's not, no, I'm not saying like car construction, like Twitter. I'm saying like, I just think the winner will come. It will be an elite guy. No, I agree. I agree. So just I'm just saying, saying you your favorite. Like pick JT you know you and Brooks or JT and DJ or Morikawa. Yeah, I mean, maybe Brooks. you could just bet every single one. Yeah. If okay. you're not a math guy, which I'm clearly not, you can post a nine-person card to Twitter and make sure you get like a couple people to retweet it so people that don't follow you see it and they're like, well, this guy's a fucking idiot. And somebody will go through it and they will math it out for you and they will be like, math it oh, out. This card has yeah, some guy told me, he's like, this is the equivalent of betting like 36 to win 100. I was like, perfect, thank you. I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> okay, so so somebody, somebody will go through your card and like do the work and tell you if this is like sub EV or plus EV. So depending on the nine names, you may not make any money doing that. No, because there's, unless you bet somebody under nine to one, you'll make money doing it. But like, you're not really like making money. No. That's not fun though. Like we want to make like a mega profit, don't we? Yeah, but you're not going to make a mega profit betting nine guys to the masters. Like Brian said, you're yeah. not gonna make. You take the two guys that you're. One a, Cecil, stop agreeing with me. Like, <laughs> I know. Talk, like, say something stupid. <laughs> okay, well, let me go through your tweets and we'll say something stupid. But right. I agree. Like this winner, like you're not gonna bet Cam Champ at 150, 200 to one, and he's gonna win. The nice thing about the Masters is there's always like three new guys every year that show up in the top ten, but they don't fucking win. Sure. Yeah, like but I feel still... like that way about Zalatoris. Like I love Zalatoris this week. I think, I think Zalatoris is top a twenty, play. but he will not win. Like I have no confidence. And normal weeks, I'm not someone to bet someone top twenty, but not outright because it fucking sucks when they win and you only bet them top twenty. And Masters, yeah. I think it's a different deal this week. And I think Zalatoris, mortgage play top twenty, bet a lot of money on it. I'm not gonna bet him to win though. And I'm not. What do you think if Zal if Zalatoris was? 20th year last year would he be popular still yeah or is it yeah. only because he was second you think so well i mean i mean obviously my thing my thing years. about Zalatoris is that he putted so well at the match play and he made different changes to his putter so yeah. he's obviously a ball striking bastard and someone that can excel like on a course like this he proved it last year he putted well here last year i'm gonna play Zalatoris at places he's putted well at like i yeah. just like a guy like Corey connor's He's been good here two years in a row. He's a bad putter who seems to putt well here. But then a guy like Sun JM, he was second here on his debut, and then he missed the cut last time. So it's like, well, is Zalatoris going to be Corey Connors? Is Zalatoris going to be Sun JM? Who knows? But Martins, I, I mean, I don't do think, think I don't think Martin, Zalatoris is going to win. Let's ask Martins if he thinks Zalatoris is a good bet, or who are you going to pick? Are you taking Woods to win at all? I'm not. I don't bet. So no, of course I'm not taking Woods to to win at all. I, I think for you bet for, by doing DraftKings. Well, yeah, and it's a parlay. I, I I've learned things, and oh. you said it's a six man parlay. It's a bad system, Damn, really. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think if you if you're not starting your lineups with either Spieth or Brooks Kepka and DraftKings, you're a fool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hundred percent. I agree. 
So. I mean, Brooks Skepka is going to win, and Speed's going to finish second. That's how it fucking works every fucking time. Rose is probably third. Josh, you know this more than anybody. Oh, Justin just, Rose. Just look at the leaderboards third. from the year before, and you just repeat those. That's right. Tiger's yep. probably second or third. Or wow. first. Third last. Second probably last. first. Okay, for real, though, Kirshner, are you in my DraftKings league where I have a $20 DraftKings contest that does not need to fill in order to run? Um, and then you yeah. get a thousand dollars for second place. Yeah, I'll I'll join that. I'm down. Yeah, it's a good contest. It's I've tweeted a couple links to it. It's on our Discord channel. We also are friends with Thrive. Thank you for showing up, Brandon, for doing this thing. You can do a promo code to Thrive if you want to enter this $25 Thursday only contest for five thousand dollars to the winners. $25 FGP. Um, follow us on Twitter. Good luck this week. Maybe we'll see you on Saturday night. Actually, my uh, my wife's going out of town, so Cecil and I are planning on. You're grinning. Content. You can't even stop grinning as you're saying that. Your face <laughs> is just like. <laughs> uh, no, she's taking the youngest out of town. I'm going to put the two to bed, and then Cecil and I are going to go live probably Friday and Saturday because we're going to be so excited. It's the Masters, and we're going to talk about that. Um, Kirshner, promote your t- Tap and Birdie show. Uh, that's I mean, one of the best shows that you can watch. Do you have like a big guest this week or what are you doing for your show? Yeah, I'm having everyone's favorite tout, Andy Lack on best tournament, best guest. Got to have him on. And then the, the tout cast I'm going on, uh, Joe's thing. That's getting a lot of, lot of love. Going to be great. Looking forward to it. And, uh, I'm going to be doing some stuff with, uh, Bleacher Report betting. I'm going on Sundog Monkeys pod tomorrow. Cool. I'm waking up at like 7 a.m. to do a fucking pod. That's how dedicated Whoa. I am to the crowd. <laughs> um, and yeah, ready to party this week. Ready to party. Nice. And Darbo, you're on uh, Twitter. Or you're also on uh, YouTube at Sweet Spot DFS. So you can find you and doing your content this week there. Josh Bennett's going to tweet his model out. He's at Jish Swish. CecilPeters.com. He's got bets. Quagnus doesn't do shit. Just plays the guitar. You're gonna play the guitar and get us out of here. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. Martin, wait a second. Do, do I see guitar? Wait a second. Do I see guitars in the background of of BK here? Yeah. Well, there? this is my dad's listening room. Uh, there's like massive speakers in here, and I. Oh, you're not. A, you're a not a guitar player. No, I've, I'm not an instrument Shoot. player. Anymore. I was hoping we were gonna get a little duet action. Oh, oh, oh my Darby. God. <laughs> Two Eric's. Okay, because Eric oh, and Eric boy. are both guitar players now. Darbo, uh, I don't know if you've got a major in classical guitar like I Martin don't. teaches it at no, 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 no. college. Oh, Martin's this is going to be wild. Guitar. My learning only came from you know, Martin's is a guitarist. Play some Masters theme. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I don't know Masters theme. Let me hear. Let me hear you, Martin. Okay. That's a dog barking. Is that your dog, Cecil? Oh yeah, that's mine. I got drunk. Of course it is. You guys are awesome. I uh, appreciate you coming on board of this whole program. It's an hour and 10 minutes long. We're having fun. We're doing our thing. We're going to be back next week. We're going to have less golf talk, more fun talk. And more Josh, how did you play golf. today? What? I, I only played nine holes. Uh, it snowed. It started snowing like snowstorm style on the sixth hole. So yeah. we had to stop. Sorry. You guys, win a mega profit. Let's go. Let's have some fun this week on the, on the Masters freaking DraftKings. Uh, put all your money in because this is the pinnacle, the peak of the season. Let's go. Kirshner, thank you for joining us. Sweet Spot DFS Darbo, appreciate you and the regulars. You got that Cecil guy. You got Josh. You got Eric and myself. Uh, you can find my narratives. You can find my stuff. Get down to